So most of the trip to the beach, and we call it a trip when you have five-year-old boys, isn't something we've thoroughly discussed as we've come back into the fast lane, in part because college football realignment has been big, the start of the NFL preseason and training camp has already gotten underway, but it's amazing because certainly seafood, time with the kiddos on the beach, ice cream, all that is wonderful fun. Um, Also, my wife and I, we started watching the Netflix quarterback documentary, which is really well done. And we'll ask that momentarily of our next guest, Ross Tucker, who is with the Ross Tucker Podcast Network. He's got the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Even Money. Of course, you know him here on our Virginia Talk Radio Network platforms because he does NFL games and college football for Westwood One. Plus, a congratulations is in order to Ross. He will be calling games for CBS as well this year. A very busy individual. But anyway... Another highlight of the beach. I'm not joking. I'm on a run, a tempo run. And if you're not familiar with it, it's a lot of fast sprinting with a short recovery period in the middle of it. And I'm in the middle of it, and all of a sudden I get stopped in my tracks because I see all these homes at the beach that are under construction. And it's like they're the same homes that have been under construction for well over a year. And you're just sitting there going, what in the world's going on here? Then there's one home where the construction was already wrapped up. And I knew it was a premium job because I looked down and I saw the little yard sign. You know, the election signs, only these are much more exciting to see. And it was the one for West Shore Homes. And immediately, and ironically, and I'm not joking about this part, I was listening to the Ross Tucker football podcast at double the speed, I might add, while this was taking place. So I at least know there's one home at the beach where they're glad because their home construction has been taken care of in a timely, efficient, and premium manner. And the reminder all came because I was listening to the Ross Tucker football podcast at the time. And of course, the host of that podcast, Ross, is gracious enough to join us in the fast lane. Ross, you now literally, congratulations not only on the CBS gig, but maybe more importantly, you and your friends at West Shore Homes have the ability to literally stop me in my tracks in the middle of a run. I love it. I love it, Ed. Always good to talk with you. And, yeah, I am a big fan of West Shore Home and what they do. I, I still can't believe that they were able to rip out our old bathtub shower deals and put in a brand-new beautiful shower, beautiful bathtub in one day. I mean, it just doesn't seem like anything only takes one day anymore. So if anybody's interested in that, certainly just go to westshorehome.com slash Ross. You can actually see the videos and pictures from my house if you're curious. But no, they're awesome, Ed, and that's great that you're running and you uh, you see that sign and, and you associate it with me. I guess, I guess advertising and branding works. We touch on it all the time. Shamelessly in the fast lane, and by the way, if you haven't listened to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, he, Ross, you are an inspiration for the cheesy and smooth segues that we like to do for advertising, so congratulations on that as well. And by the way, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's Ross Tucker NFL on social media if folks want to check out the work from West Shore Home, right? Absolutely. Yep. At Ross Tucker NFL on social media, at Ross Tucker Pod. Just follow that stuff, and you will be able to uh, see everything, all the content that I post. Speaking of smooth segues, Ross, are the Washington Commanders going to need to consult with West Shore Home about how to remodel 
a house. This time it is their proverbial house, of course, because Washington Commanders head football coach Ron Rivera has been in hot water for bringing a distraction in when he commented the other day and has since backtracked off those comments, in fairness to him, about offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy and his newfound style not exactly jiving with the team and, uh, so to speak, airing out some dirty laundry in the process. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know why Ron did that. And obviously, Ron doesn't really know why he did that because he subsequently um, apologized and admitted that he stuck his foot in his mouth. It didn't really make any sense at the time, and it probably makes even less sense now that he decided to do that. And it doesn't make anybody look good. I mean, it certainly doesn't make the, the players look good for complaining about the enemy's tough coaching, and it doesn't make the enemy look good that the players are going over his head to the head coach to complain. And it doesn't make Rivera look good that his hire, that all the all the players are upset about his hire and, and the way the hire is treating him, an offensive coordinator. So Rivera um, found a way to make everybody look bad, Ed, which is kind of hard to do. Yeah, I mean, it's it really is. And on top of it, is there a level of, maybe not tone deaf, but struggling to read the room from Ron Rivera as Ross Tucker, NFL analyst for CBS and Westwood One and host of the Ross Tucker Football Podcast is with us in the fast lane because you're dealing with a franchise that if this came out of the mouth, and I don't think it would, but let's just say Mike Tomlin in Pittsburgh or Andy Reid in Kansas City or San Francisco or Philadelphia, an organization that's had stability and has won consistently, it's one thing, but for Ron Rivera to fail to read the room about where his franchise is in terms of chaos and lack of stability, that would only add to this. Well, and the thing that's crazy to me about it is, you know, Biennemi, by all accounts, seemingly came to the commanders to try to elevate his status to try to get a head coaching job. And, you know, uh, more power to him. I, I hope it happens for him. But, man, those comments from Ron Rivera aren't going to help him get a head job at all, right? I mean, now, even if the commanders are successful this year, owners, GMs, they're going to want to dig into those comments and find out exactly why all these players are complaining about it. And then on top of that, there's the idea of if Ron Rivera is not the guy, is this a, a different complex layer, Ross, that – Plenty of people have thought that Eric Bieniemy would be a very logical interim candidate if things go south in a locker room that maybe doesn't feel like their head coach has their back. Yeah, you know what? Um, th th there's a very weird scenario going on there because it does seem like there are people that believe that if the offense is successful and Bieniemy can get how to play at a high level – that the commanders might just make the enemy the head coach that so they don't lose them to some other franchise. So feels like on some level, Ron Rivera put himself in a, you know, somewhere between a rock and a hard place. Ross Tucker NFL, and of course the Ross Tucker Podcast Network, the ways you can hear more of the information and insight from our current guest, 
Ross Tucker, Ross Tucker, who is with us here in the Fast Lane, and we're at Fast Lane, Ed Lane, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Ross, shifting over from you know, the Ron Rivera situation itself to how it impacts the team this year. You know, within the last week on your Ross Tucker Football Podcast, you went through the AFC and the NFC and giving an outline of wins and projections of where everything goes. By the way, congratulations on nailing the exact win-loss record on your first try. That's a pretty cool accomplishment in going through that. But does this change your outlook for the Washington Commanders and maybe the rest of the NFC East based upon what's going on in Washington right now? Or is this the type of news that blows over within a month when the season gets underway? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think it will be spun one way or the other based on the results, right? So if they have success on the field, it'll be spun as, you know, it invigorated the team and the tough love is just what they needed and blah, blah, blah. And if it doesn't go well, they'll say it's still the Washington franchise. They're still a mess. They still have issues. And this is just the latest example. Ross, shifting over from the Washington Commanders now and pivoting to a broader overview in the NFL. You had an interesting point. I think it was your Labatt Blue take of the week as well from Ross Tucker Football Podcast and uh, at Ross Tucker NFL where folks can listen to podcasts. But uh, the comments about the preseason that you made in your podcast earlier today, Thursday, August the 10th, about you know there being value in the preseason for so many within the organization. How do you balance that with the fact that, <laughs> I mean, we got headlines out here about Dak Prescott throwing three interceptions in practice, and yes, he had turnover issues last year, but it's practice for a reason. How do you balance the value of practice in the preseason with the fact that there's some people that uh, seem to overreact to that? Yeah, I mean, I, you definitely shouldn't overreact, but I do believe that there's a lot of value in the preseason, and <clears throat> Different starters, as I said on on my show today and on social media at Ross Tucker NFL, different starters, you know, feel differently. Some guys want that time. You know, some guys want to get uh, a couple series, get their feet wet before the regular season starts. Other guys don't feel like they need that. They feel like that's a total waste of time and pointless. I, I get that, too. But – I know this, there's a lot of spots out there still up for grabs, whether it's starting jobs, roster spots, absolutely practice squad spots. And so anybody that says they're meaningless, I just don't think they have a great feel for what these organizations are really trying to do in terms of building the team and building depth. How about for you personally, Ross? How did your view of the preseason games and this time of year evolve over the course of your career? Or oh, did you always believe that you needed to be as hungry as possible just given uh, you know where you were on the depth chart, so to speak? Right. So for me, um, there's no question that I was always in a competitive situation. Now, sometimes... It was for a starting job. Other times it was just for a roster spot. But my, I always felt like my preseason performance mattered a lot and that I was, uh, I was battling for something. And on some level, the preseason games are even more important than the regular season. And 
And I think sometimes people lose sight of that. They don't realize that the preseason games for everybody other than the starters is more important than the regular season because you're not even on the team in the regular season if you don't play well in the preseason. Yeah, it's almost like a continual audition over the course of uh, of a month and change to really earn that credibility as a player to get that benefit of the doubt. Ross Tucker did that for years in the NFL, and now he's taking that knowledge to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. He's got a whole network of those. And in addition to his duties with Westwood One, you'll hear him this fall on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app and across our Virginia Talk Radio Network platforms when we carry Westwood One games. Ross is now doing CBS NFL broadcasts for that also. Ross, by the way, congratulations on the the gig and adding it to CBS. You've done preseason games for the Eagles for a while. Um, How often do you get to see your wife and kids this time of year? Uh, a decent amount during the week. You know, the issue is the weekends. I travel every weekend from now until the Super Bowl. So that's the negative of my job. But listen, every job out there, Ed, and you know this, has pros and cons. And that happens to be mine. And that's that's fine. Um, I, I love what I do. I get paid to go to games and talk about it. It, uh, it, it beats digging ditches, that's for sure. No question, and you've carved out a nice niche uh, of being able to to do so many different things and stick around the game, and uh, it sounds like, at least from the Ross Tucker Football Podcast and the Even Money and the others you have, the College Draft and the Fantasy Feast, that you've found a way to have fun doing a lot of this stuff as well. Uh, when you're traveling, obviously we know you use ExpressVPN uh, to protect your computers and your access points, but uh, I'm sure you get a chance to consume documentaries and uh, different shows when it comes to sports and outside of it. Uh, my wife and I have gotten into the quarterback show. We started off our chat today, Ross, uh, mentioning that that was one of the highlights of the beach trip that we were on is delving into that new Netflix show. If folks are trying to consider right now the prioritization of watching that show about Patrick Mahomes, Kirk Cousins, the former Washington quarterback, and Marcus Mariota, who's now a backup and a guy that you'll see with your Philadelphia Eagles broadcast the next couple of weeks, whether it's that show or Hard Knocks over the next couple of weeks, where would you advise them to direct their attention more? Yeah, I would say Hard Knocks because it's relevant and it's right now and it's timely and then circle back on the quarterback show. Fair enough. That's a good way to look at it because the quarterback show would be much more evergreen than anything else. Ross, your content is as well. We encourage our listeners to keep up with you. We appreciate your time today in the fast lane and uh, look forward to hearing you all across our Virginia Talk Radio Network platforms uh, when your Westwood One broadcast duties get underway in a couple of weeks. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, as always, Ed. Really appreciate it. Indeed. Ross Tucker with us here in the fast lane uh, and appreciate his time once again. And, you know, he mentioned the idea of watching Netflix and then tabling the quarterback series. And, you know, that may be what we do in our house because we can watch both of those. But I know my wife and I have been intrigued by the quarterback documentary series. Um, you know, she will watch sports and watch those, but is this is not a shock. She's less ardent than I am because I'll watch almost any of that stuff. But the, the thing for me is the Netflix series seems more real, at least compared to what I had seen over the last handful of years, watching either the Amazon All or Nothing series, which is the in-season version of following teams around, and I guess they've got the in-season hard knocks. And then, you know, obviously the Hard Knocks preseason itself where when it initially started, it was great. But then either from what I've heard this year about Hard Knocks, the reviews being very much so that people are focused on, how do I say this? 
they're it's almost like they're watching themselves a little bit too much. Whereas when it comes to the quarterback series, I mean, you're talking about people that have clearly been coached to be brand marketers, if you will. And we know that endorsement deals have been prevalent for Kirk Cousins and Patrick Mahomes. So at this point, they are you know pros to a certain extent in terms of what to put on camera, what not to put on camera, and how to make it entertaining and compelling without giving away all of the state secrets. They talk about what they go through, the training, the body, but they're not really giving away tons of in-depth game plan things, strength, weaknesses, goals, all of that. But it still is enlightening. Whereas a lot of people have said the, the hard knocks this year with the Jets is almost pushed out there. Like everyone's trying to show too much for the camera. And whether it's that or in prior years, concealing too much, that's that's generally my of being averse in general to reality TV or so-called reality TV is oftentimes that is just a fact about that endeavor, if you will. What's also a fact is we're done with our time today. We appreciate yours as always. Thank you for the feedback that we've gotten to discuss today at Fastlane, Ed Lane, and Trey Law VT on our social media platforms. Feel free to listen back. We always appreciate that too. Fastlane, Ed Lane, wherever you listen to podcasts. And a reminder, we're back tomorrow afternoon, 5 to 6, across the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app and the Virginia Talk Radio Network.